This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Hello everybody, welcome back to The Listening Room. My name is Ken Young and for the next hour or so I'm going to be playing you some wonderful music from the world of classical music. And first up today we're going to listen to a piece by Brahms, his academic festival overture.
rousing beginning for our program. That was the Academic Festival Overture by Johannes Brahms. The Vienna Philharmonic Orchestra was conducted by the American conductor Leonard Bernstein. I don't think I've played you any Eric Satie, French composer, early 20th century, late 19th century, uh, in this program. Um, he was a strange dude. Um, Eric spelt with a K, by the way. S-A-T-I-E. Look him up. His biography makes interesting reading. He was a very, very eccentric gentleman. Um, when he died in 1925, they went to his rather threadbare room, in, in, which was rather dilapidated and a bit of a bad state. Um, they found 120 umbrellas. He collected umbrellas, but the place was full of newspapers and one grand piano on top of another, the top one carrying all his letters and parcels, which he never attended to, and, and the bottom one he played. And whenever he went to bed, he put a bath of hot water beneath the um, the bed to to uh, to warm himself up. Very strange dude, and he wrote very strange titles. You may have heard of his gymnopedie for piano; they're quite famous. I'll play you those one day. But he wrote other little piano pieces, things called desiccated embryos, shaggy preludes for a dog, and five pieces in the form of a pear. But he also got a little inheritance way, way back, 20 years before he died. And with the inheritance, he had tailored for him seven exact, uh, identical grey suits. And he wore the same thing every day. Strange dude. Anyway, a little piece of his I'd like to play for you. It's a little, uh, uh, it's called uh, Sonatine Bureaucratique, written in 1917. And it's a sort of a neoclassical offering in three sections, complete with a commentary telling of a day in the life of an office worker.
bizarre little piece. That was the uh, <laughs> Sonatine Bureaucratique by Eric Satie. It was played by the Italian uh, pianist Aldo Ciccolini, who ironically was born in the same year as Satie died, 1925. Moving along, uh, you may remember a few weeks ago I introduced you to the music of uh, a very fine English composer, Richard Rodney Bennett. I'd like to play you a small but beautiful uh, movement or section from a work he wrote for solo cello and orchestra. It's called uh, Reflections on a Scottish Folk Song. And I'd like to play the beautiful fourth section of that. It's played for us by um, a wonderful piano, uh, sorry, a wonderful cellist um, uh, by the name of Paul Watkins, who is actually also the cellist in the Emerson Quartet, who's, which is also a very fine quartet. So this is the fourth section of the Reflections on a Scottish Folk Song by Richard Ronnie Bennett, played by Paul Watkins with the Philharmonia Orchestra, conducted by um, Richard Hickox.
gosh, that's gorgeous. It really is. That was the fourth section um, of the Reflections on a Scottish Folk Song for um, Solo Cello and String Orchestra by Richard Rodney Bennett. Uh, it was played for us by Paul Watkins on the cello, and the uh, Philharmonia Orchestra was conducted by Sir Richard Richard Hickox. Sir Richard Hickox. Um, now, look for the first time on the show. I'm going. We're going to hear the music of Robert Lucas Pearsall, some, sometimes known as De Pearsall, and um, he wrote a lot of choral music. Um, interesting story, actually. He lived from 1795 to 1856. He was English. And he actually made his living as a barrister. But after he suffered a stroke at the age of about 30, he took his family to live in Germany and developed his interest in composing. And he was mainly self-taught, but he wrote a lot of very fine choral pieces. And this is one of them. It's called Great God of Love. And it is here performed by the Graduate Choir of Auckland, conducted uh, very <laughs> sorry conducted by um, Terence Maskell.
Beautiful piece. Called Great God of Love. It's by De Pearsall, English composer. Lived most of his composing life in Germany. Beautiful piece. That was sung by the very fine graduate choir of Auckland, and it was conducted by Terence Maskell. Uh, next up, I'd like to uh, play you some Mozart, but before we do that, we're just going to have this little message. Creative heart of Otago University. We pursue our passions as performers, actors, composers, songwriters, directors, music producers and dancers. Studying music, theatre or dance enriches any student's experience and opens the door to lifelong enjoyment. If you want to learn how to express yourself and communicate with others, work in a team, solve problems and think creatively, then come study with us. We unfortunately missed the beginning of that little message. It's uh, from the School of Performing Arts at Otago University. Uh, we have this fine new building. It's wonderful. Such a facility. Um, so many studios. Wonderful studios and rooms, lecture rooms and offices and things. It's the most fantastic facility. Moving on to some Mozart, and I'd like to play the third and final movement from my favourite piano concerto by Mozart. It's number 25 in C. There's such sort of a beauty and grace uh, in the later Mozart concertos, and this is certainly no exception. So here it is, the third movement of the piano concerto number 25 by Mozart, and it's performed here by Daniel Barenboim with the Berlin Philharmonic Orchestra, and he's conducting as well as playing the piano. Rather clever.
Just wonderful, wonderful music. It's the third and final movement from the 25th Piano Concerto by Mozart in C. It was played for us there by Daniel Barenboim, who was also directing the Berlin Philharmonic Orchestra. Moving on to some French music, uh, my old mate Claude Debussy. And uh, as the First World War sort of raged throughout Europe from 1914, uh, the French composer went through a final burst of creativity. He was suffering from rectal cancer and he was to die four years later in 1918. Uh, during this four-year period, he wrote quite a number of pieces. Amongst them, as he, he had planned a series of sonatas, six sonatas, in fact. He only got to finish three of them. One was a cello sonata. The final one was a, a uh, violin sonata. And there's this one for at that stage anyway, a rather an interesting combination of flute, viola and harp. And it's the most melancholy piece. I'd like to play you the first movement from it. Debussy himself described the fact that he, having written it, didn't know whether to laugh or cry, maybe both. This is the first movement. Mm -hmm. 
Melancholy indeed. That was the, the first movement, the pastoral, from the Sonata for Flute, Viola and Harp by Claude Debussy. It was played there, um, the flute was played by Roger, sorry, should pronounce it properly, Roger Baudin, the viola was played by Colette Lecoin, and the harp by Annie Chalin. Beautiful piece. Now some New Zealand music. Um, back in the 1950s, Douglas Lilburn, uh, you could describe him as our most senior composer, I suppose, um, he wrote a work for the Auckland Youth Orchestra, or as it was called then, the Auckland Junior Symphony. And uh, he wrote a rather splendid suite for, uh, for orchestra, for the Auckland Youth Orchestra. And I'd like to play the third movement from it, a little andante. It's rather lovely. And it's performed here by the New Zealand Symphony Orchestra, conducted by Sir William Southgate.
That was the third movement from the Suite for Orchestra by New Zealand composer Douglas Lilburn. It was performed by the New Zealand Symphony Orchestra, conducted by Sir William Southgate. Finally on today's programme, I'd like to play some Mahler, Gustav Mahler. Um, and he wrote a work a couple of years before he died in... Uh, sorry, 1910 he died. So this was, yes, this was sort of begun in 1908. And it's called Song of the Earth, Das Lied von der Erde. And it's, it has six movements, um, basically the translated settings of six poems by ancient Chinese poets. And I'd like to play the poem entitled The Drunkard in Spring. <laughs> it's rather... Um, it's it's uh, wonderful music, and it's going to be sung for us by the wonderful singer Thomas Harper. But uh, just to let you know, sort of something about what the um, what the piece is about. Um, <laughs> it's, it's there are three bars of introduction before the tenor sings, I, "If life is only a dream, why labour and worry?" He's sort of interrupted by um, a version of an opening horn motive, which returns in various forms as the music continues. Uh, the drunkard sleeps and wakes again to the sound of the birds, joined now by a solo violin, telling him that spring has come. He drinks again and sleeps again, for what is spring to him? It's performed here by uh, Thomas Harper with the National Symphony Orchestra of Ireland, conducted by Michael Halash.
Fabulous. The wonderful tenor Thomas Harper singing, singing uh, with the um, National Symphony Orchestra of Ireland conducted by Michael Halash. And that was the fifth movement from Mahler's The Song of the Earth. Well, I'm afraid that's about all we've got time for this week. Um, look, thank you for your company. Love having your company on the show. My name is Ken Young, and I hope you can join me at the same time next week here in the listening room on Otago Access Radio. Bye for now. The School of Performing Arts is the creative heart of Otago University. We pursue our passions as performers, actors, composers, songwriters, directors, music producers and dancers. Studying music, theatre or dance enriches any student's experience and opens the door to lifelong enjoyment. If you want to learn how to express yourself and communicate with others, work in a team, solve problems and think creatively, then come study with us. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.